Big week. What? I was just saying big week. Big week. Big week. Huge We're all exhausted week. because we've stayed up every single waking hour since Strange New Worlds released just to watch it over just re-watching and it. over and over <laughs> again. About we've been clockwork got... oranging it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got oh, a chair as close to my television as I could possibly put it. <laughs> It's beautiful. She's like, put the mount in my face. <laughs> Give me them Gregory, uh, those Ethan Pecks. <laughs> those Ethan Pecks. Oh, so yeah, we're, we we are diverging again and not doing whatever episode we said we were going to do like a month ago. <laughs> and uh, doing <laughs> Strange New Worlds because it's Cause exciting. Because it. Trek is back, baby. We're excited. <laughs> Because yes. we all had healthy skepticism about this show, and it blew our pants off. It blew our freaking really pants did. off. Um, it, it just goes to, like, for me, I felt like, you know, I, I found something to like and appreciate in every of the new Trek shows. And I think Lower Decks, is, that wasn't difficult at all. But, you know, yeah. I've had to find, it's like, okay, Discovery kind of works if you look at it from this angle. Or, like, <laughs> I like these aspects of Picard. Tried to put and, it in a box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then if you watch this one, it was like, oh, okay, this is just what it should be. Like, it should just be right. like this. Right, right. <laughs> There's I, a I couple should, things I, I don't have like, to make but excuses. like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't have to like abusive relationship, like make it make sense in my head. It's just, no, it's this, this is it. This is, that's what it feels like that. I didn't even think about that, but watching discovery and Picard feels like an abusive relationship where you're like, I'm just going to, I have to make excuses for this because I love it so much, but it just keeps uh, disappointing me over and over and over again. And I keep going and expecting something else and it doesn't happen. That one's kind of on me though, because I need to go and not expecting something else. Cause... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I like every once in a while there'll be an episode of Discovery. You're like, oh, that felt so good. They did good it. Job. They're gonna guys, do it. <laughs> you did such a great job. And then the next episode, you're like, oh no, no okay, we're back. We're back. Back at it. Damn it. Oh man. Okay. And who knows? You know what? Strange New Worlds only has one episode, so. <laughs> Next episode, they could pull the rug out they from really underneath could. our feet and be like, we fucked this up. We had a really good pilot and everything else sucks. <laughs> it's, like, it's so much harder to make a good pilot than a good series. So that was a great I, I hope, but yeah, but but my here's my here's my thing about that though, is that this technically is their pilot, but it's not. They had a bunch of uh, little treks that they did. Yeah, that's true. Um uh, while Discovery was going on, it's a spinoff of Discovery, and they know exactly what they need to do in order to make people happy because there's so much Star Trek for them to pull from. Like, are, are we in the podcast now, buddy? We're in. We're deep. Are in we it. just go in. in now. We don't I even. Like, I didn't. No, Dylan. I didn't <laughs> like it, but Jan started talking about things that like should have been talked about in the podcast. I hate and so this. I'm like, he forced us. He forced our hand. He, he forced, forced us, us into in. it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Darius. I'm Jan. And today I'm the, I'm the wild card, baby. The fucking wild card. And as it's already been mentioned, we are, we were watching Strange New Worlds because fuck the holodeck today. We got new Trek that is uh I'm I'm still got my fingers crossed that they're gonna use the rec room. It's gonna be the there. It's gotta the, be there. It has to the way that the yeah, the way that the uh, the animated series did, they've, they've kind just, of already referenced the animated series. So, you know, it, yeah, and it's goofy as shit. So, <laughs> I just this is another thing where I have to tamper my expectations because uh, I feel like everyone hates the holodeck. So yeah. they could easily just be like, 
yeah, we're not going to do the holodeck. But just give us one episode. Like, that's the thing. It's like, they don't need to use it like, you know, Voyager. Just like one episode, you know? The other thing is, is they don't, television doesn't really use filler episodes anymore. Well, so like, they can with this because it's episodic. I, I know, but is it going to be, it's not going to be a 26 episode season. It's going to be like probably 17. a 10 episode season. <laughs> I don't. I think they're a so, little bit longer. I don't think they're just ten episodes. Uh, let's see how long. How Strange New Worlds episodes. Let's see how much is picked up for. Yeah. yeah episodes. While Jan's doing that, ten, uh, this, ten episodes for the first season. Ah, oh, that sucks. Ten. See. Okay. That really and it's because they don't do filler episodes anymore. Because apparently we've gotten to the point of television where we're like we're all really good at our jobs now and we don't need to write filler episodes <laughs> i feel like if they're gonna do the episodic thing they need to do like at least 15 or 17 episodes 10 episodes is like i serialized I, but it's so expensive now. compared to yeah. what old old <clears throat> star trek was i guess i'm just gonna throw this out there and maybe we should we should i think i think this show has the potential to actually be the thing the Paramount Plus wants from Star Trek, which is a subscriber driver. Yeah, I think the show <laughs> is good enough for people to be like, "Yeah, I signed up for it. It's that good." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I at agree. ten episodes, that might not be enough. You know, like how long were Game of Thrones no. seasons? Twelve. I don't know. That's a good question. But uh, Game of Thrones is yeah, like this. I feel like this show could be a driver. I think it's that good. I think it, I mean, it could be a crossover hit. The thing with me is that I feel like episodic television is where we should be going back to mm -hmm. personally because like serialized television, I feel like our attention spans are so short these days where it's like I can't I don't I can't watch 10 hours of a storyline. Like give me the nice 50 minute or hour little episode and just have it be done and then I can tune in yeah. for the next one and I don't have to keep thinking about what happened last time you know I mean I think I think um a show like Mad Men which I know is kind of like out of left field yeah. every season has a sort of all the characters have an arc in the season yeah but every episode is completely self-contained like that's that's I was just, key I was just talking to Dylan about it the other day, I was like, uh, they need to follow the, and you use Mad Men, I use Doctor Who. Mm. There's a lot of episodes, there's a lot of TV shows that do this, but like Doctor Who standpoint of like, Monster of the Week, every episode is self-contained, but there's an overarching storyline that's going throughout the whole season. That's mm -hmm. like, yeah, there can be a big bad, that's fine. And that's the the overarching series uh, um, storyline. They kind of But every that. episode's like... Boop. They kind of did that with Discovery, but I think the it seems like what they're doing with this one is more just character arcs and not like pl big plot arcs, which yeah. is much better. I think doing the character arcs and then having just individual plots is the way to go. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think the, the when it's a big plot arc, it it really it just it slows everything else down <laughs> it doesn't make me want to yeah. watch the next episode because you start getting involved in the plot and then they're doing the weekly thing they're not just dropping it all at once so like the weekly thing happens and I'm like okay watch that one episode and then a week goes by and I'm like I don't know I don't really remember what happened last week I'm not like on the edge of my seat to just like 
keep watching this. And it's also kind of frustrating because yeah. like, I just want to, f- what, how does this resolve? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think shows like Enterprise and Deep Space Nine also did that well where you, mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't, at, yeah, anyways. Uh, Deep Space Nine, like, is touted as like the first serialized Star Trek, right? But it's, in my opinion, it's, it is, but it's not because it's, it does that like, we're episodic, but we just have a timeline that we adhere to. So everyone kind of knows, yeah, we've moved forward in time. And and what happened in the past uh, is affecting us. But there's always a monster of the week thing. Like, yeah. I guess the yeah. last, like, six episodes are, like, hyper-serialized. But, like, they just <clears throat> go back to the plot every... The filler episodes right. are the plot episodes, it seems like. Where, like, mm. the whole season is a filler episode. And then there's, like, three or four overarching plot episodes just to keep you updated on what's happening with the wormhole or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this so, this episode um, was written by Akiva Goldsman, who's writes mm-hmm. every he's, he's the guy. Wait, should we do um, the thing? Should we do the thing where we say track to the holodeck? Or are we not? Doing I thought that? no. I thought we were just you know uh, just no, free, free flying today. I thought we were just you know no, do, doing whatever. Not how that works. Dylan. I thought we just didn't have a f- <laughs> format anymore. I thought we just flying. Look, even when wherever. we break the rules, there are rules. <laughs> There's rules to breaking the rules. Spoiler: uh, Akiva yes, Goldsman yes, yes, wrote yes. this. Damn it. <laughs> All right, so now fine. that you know Akiva Goldsman wrote this, uh, take your uh, your all the colors of the rainbow yes. seatbelt and buckle it up, you know, like in a really like cool way. Yeah. Um, because we're about to go on our trip. We believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. We should really harmonize that at some point. I feel like it's been a missed opportunity the last two years. I feel like part of the fun for it for me is that we do differently. (laughs) It's a little discordant. We're off. We're yeah. just so off. I like that. All right, can, can I, I go, say? Can, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was gonna bring up something that had nothing to do with Star oh, Trek. Please, but please. I really loved the idea. Someone, I think it was was it Don. T- p- part of me, if I'm misquoting, who said this? It, it was either Don or or someone in our uh, in our Discord said that. Um, Tim Robinson should have his own streaming service, and I 100% oh agree with that. Robinson, Net- Tim Robinson Network. It's got Detroiters. It's got I Think You Should Leave. Uh, <laughs> it's got chaos. all of his sketches from SNL. What else? <laughs> that would be absolute uh, chaos. He just starts producing everything. Oh. So, like, it would, be, it would be chaos, but it would be amazing. He's like the new like, Ryan Murphy, but for <laughs> and weird. Comedians. I also imagine for some, for some reason this streaming service, like, when you go to the main... <laughs> You go to the main menu, it's like the uh, early 2000s DVD menus where it's like, <laughs> yes. like a picture of of like something and you're like going around oh my yeah. God. to like try to find a different... Sh- it's like makes no fucking like, sense. The main like- menu is animated, but it's a 15 second loop. And then when you go to the sub yeah. menus, there's like this crazy transition, but then it's a still image. And then somebody think- put like a box here and you have to like 
awkwardly click through. I think there's a missed opportunity here with all these streaming services that nobody wants to go like make the streaming service part of the art, part of the experience. <laughs> To Clearly. do like yeah, a DVD menu. Could do this. Yeah, Blockbuster, Blockbuster should do, do this. this. <laughs> I, I've looked into this so many times. They're owned by Dish now. I know. And if they I were know. smart, they would take their streaming service and call it Blockbuster <laughs> and make it like weird and shitty. A million percent. It should be but they're not smart. really bright yellow and that bright blue. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and have the uh the guy that helps you out. Yeah. Like Clippy kind of. Like a Clippy. Like a Clippy yeah. character. Yeah. Hey, yeah. what are you in a mood for? Yeah, yeah. And then you talk. Remember when thing, Netflix like, did comedy. that? Comedy. <laughs> really? Did they? They had a little guy? Oh, yeah. There was a, no, it wasn't a guy, but there was a point in time where Netflix was like, oh, help me. We'll help you find something to watch. That's right. And you like, you clicked it and it was like, what are you in the mood for? A comedy? A drama? And you click it and it's like, what kind, like, what's your favorite? This. And you like, you basically answer like a five question survey and then it gives you like 10 things that you might want to watch. Yeah. Maybe Damn. they, maybe they use that to collect data to create the algorithm that they now use to just show you the shitty shows that want. they want you to watch. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. Most likely. Only reason um, why I'm sticking around is for, I think you should leave season three. Maybe there's that new Mike Myers back show. On. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Um, uh, yeah, I could. Mike okay. Myers. There's a new Mike Myers show on Netflix that actually looks pretty funny. Mike Myers is in Austin as Powers. In Mike Austin Powers, Mike Myers. Again. As in he plays like 10 different characters. He's back, fun. baby. He's back. He's back. Um, okay, as Who you already know. this episode, Dylan? No, just <laughs> shut up, Darius. I'm doing this. Just shut up. <laughs> uh, this was written by, as you already know, Akiva Goldsman, and the story was by Akiva Goldsman. Uh, the man himself, the demon himself, Alex Kirksman, and uh, he's Jenny Lumet. Demon, he's not a demon. He's Jenny just. Lumet. I hate, sorry, Lumet. He's not a demon. He's just. I'm wondering if she's related to him. Sydney Lumet. She is. I've looked this up. Before. Oh, she is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Her father is <laughs> Sydney Lumet. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, she so has Tyler's birthday, February 2nd. Whoa. Whoa you know her kid, it, she's married to Bobby Cannavale, or she was married to Bobby Cannavale. And their son is Jay Cannavale, who was in The Mandalorian as that ba- bounty hunter that sucked. Do you guys remember? Do you guys watch The Mandalorian? I didn't watch it. I, I think I did. I there's, just don't, I don't There's an I episode where there's like a kid bounty hunter and he's... Oh, wait, I do remember this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. a developing actor. I'll put it that way. <laughs> And um, there was a rumor for a while when, because you know she's a producer on the show, uh-huh. that he was going to be cast as Kirk, and I just was like so furious. <laughs> that did not happen. So I basically cast, I got I do mad at that, that rumor. Thing that didn't happen. I do remember that rumor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good lord. <laughs> uh, um, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go Dylan, ahead, Dylan. Dylan, you highlighted just go ahead. it. You highlighted it in the doc. Just go ahead. Um, <laughs> This episode was directed by Akiva Goldsman. <laughs> All right, I quit. Fuck this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's putting his me. mic away. Fuck this. <laughs> I quit. I quit the show. We're done forever. Um, yeah. I feel like Akiva Goldsman is one of these guys where if you look at his filmography, you're like, what is what is your thing? Because he's he's written Everything. some incredible things and some truly horrendous things like Let's the transformers yeah. movies but also a beautiful mind 
Like he's just yeah, all I over the place. He, I think the the bad stuff is maybe outweighing the good stuff. I'd want to say he wrote Beautiful Mind. Yeah, but he also Whoa. wrote The Da Vinci Code, I Am Legend, Angels and Demons, The Divergent series, The Fifth Wave. He's written I a lot Legend of bad wasn't shit. Terrible. It was it's not it's terrible. Just they let the ending. They let the ending be uh, influenced by. Uh, um, Studio audience, uh, uh, yeah, group, yeah. I mean, it hit, the way he wrote the ending was different than what we saw in the final. Yeah, and I will say that he wrote Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, and which, Batman as we all know, <laughs> are the best ones of those movies. But he also wrote the client. He's written a lot of shit. Yeah, Lost in Space, which is kind of a perfect 1990s horrible sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, he's written. He's a lot just of one stuff. of those. He's just one of those guys that like you don't recognize the name, but you recognize everything that he's worked on. I mean, mm-hmm. I recognize the name, but that's because I'm a f- film annoying person. Anyways, you I gotta don't... say that the fact that he wrote the teleplay for this and directed this, and and it's like my favorite episode of Star Trek in the last, you know, since since ever maybe <laughs> since since you know <laughs> since Enterprise basically is I yeah he's earned a feather in his cap. He also wrote yeah. um he wrote three episodes of um Discovery, which are all pretty good ones. Uh the New Eden, which is kind oh, of an episodic yeah. episode. Absolutely. Um yeah. it seems like he's That was the on one where we were all I remember we watched it together. We were like, This is what the show should be. Yeah, yeah. It should yeah, just yeah, be this yeah. weird yeah. shit. This this yeah. weird shit. And now he's finally uh is able to do it. So he finally got uh What's his name to let him uh, actually do it? Kurtzman. Yes, <laughs> like, Alex. Come on, man. Yeah. Just, do, just let me do, let me get weird. Come on, dude. I wrote Batman yeah, and Robin. Just let me get goofy, man. Let's let get, get goofy. let's get spooky. Let's get spooky. <laughs> let's get spooky. Man, I'm gonna uh, make that man. show so bad. Ooh, sorry. I read the now the go, tagline go. for the next who's episode. The, who's the composer for this? Yeah, we got a new one. Nama Nami Melumad. She, Hell, I yeah. think she credits herself as Nami Melumad in the this. So she also did the Prodigy sound score. Uh, nice. I gotta say, I think this is the best sc- score for one of the TV shows of like because it it knows when to yeah. back off. Mm-hmm. It knows when not yeah. to play music when they're talking. Yeah, there are only a couple is, spots where I'm like, chill out a bit. Yeah, but that's rarely There's the composer's choice. There's a few spots choice. where I'm like, chill out. Yeah. And it's not the composer's choice for sure. Yeah. They're like, and you could tell that she like made it really, really quiet on purpose because mm-hmm. she was like, I don't, I, I, I'm guessing here, but I'm guessing she was like, I don't think there should be music. Yeah. But it's very rarely a, a composer's choice. Uh, she's great though. And she's very young. I think she's like born in 88. So good Damn. for her. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Add another yeah. one to the list of our favorite composers of Star Trek. Russo did the theme song. Yeah. I gotta say, Russo, Rusty Jeff. Yeah, Rusty Jeff did the theme song. Rusty Jeff. (laughs) I was like, you said Russo, but I don't know who you're talking about. But Rusty Jeff. Right. Sorry. Sorry, Rusty Jeff. (laughs) Rusty Jeff. If he ever listened to this podcast, he would hate hate us. (laughs) (laughs) He's like all the other guys. Hi, big fan. Big fan, Jeff Russo. Love, love your work. Um, but we call you Rusty Jeff, Rusty and it's Jeff. not a bad thing. No, you just got to introduce him. Today we have a really awesome guest. He's done all the music for the new Star Trek. Rusty Jeff, how are you? How you doing, Rusty? Why do you call me Rusty Sorry? Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, the music rules, and Rusty Jeff killed it. The theme song is... Uh, I mean, the Discovery one's good. 
but this one it it's it got brings it I all feel like together. I'm on a, I feel like I'm on a, a theme park ride. Because yeah. the drums and everything, they're like, you're like, yeah. And let's be clear, yeah. the, the the titles are the title sequence actually visually is the best since Voyager. Yes, yes right. Because yes. it's a it's like a classic Star Trek. Because movie. they just updated a classic Star Trek. They're intro. just like, they, you know what they're pandering <laughs> to us. That's what they're doing. They said, you guys want this fucking shit? We don't want to do it, but here you go. They got here. us. It's like here it is. Here's a dumb planet. Here's yeah. a rocky planet. <laughs> You want? Are you like? You want aliens with things on their like, eyebrows? Here, fucking take there. it. <laughs> we're sitting over there. We're like, you think this is bad, but honestly, this is great. This is great. <laughs> oh my god! We're like children. Like, yay! They we gave just, us the ice cream. We don't want the broccoli. We don't want the broccoli. We want the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Uh, so, Dylan, do you want to recap this one? Because this is this would technically be your week. Oh, shit. Dylan gets the honor of recapping. Uh, yes. This is so exciting. Yes, I can recap it. Okay. Are, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So, we open in, in Montana, and uh, uh, I don't know anyone's names. Pike is there, and he definitely just had sex. Uh, and then he's got this beard, and like uh, uh, another guy shows up. He's like, hey, you got to come back to the ship. So, he comes back to the ship. Some stuff happens there. Uh, and then we see Spock, and he definitely is he's about to bang. Like, he's about to bang. And then Pike shows up and is like, hey, man, we got to get back on the ship. And he's like, okay, I won't bang. So uh, he goes to the ship also. Uh, and then uh, because number one is gone, they crashed. <laughs> you spent so much time on who was banging. It's so perfect. Because well, there's great. so much banging in this one. That I gotta usually say, doesn't happen. You're right. You also missed the cold, the slight cold open of them like being like, when we first had first contact and you're like, oh, is this human? I forgot nope, about that. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Well, it's a, it's great because it's it's such a. Anyways, I gotta say, Dylan, great work because it, it really <laughs> underlines the most important aspect of this new series, and it's that they brought Does the horniness bang? back. It's back. It's yeah. horny. <laughs> Star Trek is horny again. Horny. Star Trek is Can I say though, I loved the fact that they gave us this like little generations callback oh, yeah. to like a cabin in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's <laughs> pretty and, rad. Like, like the captain cooking and like making eggs and pancakes. <laughs> and like, pancakes. What do captains do when they're on shore leave? They find the most beautiful remote place in North America, <laughs> ride around on horses, make make eggs. <laughs> like, oh my god! So essentially, what happens is number one goes missing, uh, and the ship is still by this planet. But they're like, we don't know what happened. It's like you gotta go find number one, uh, and then they get there. <clears throat> and this primitive r- race of aliens somehow has warp technology, but they find out that they've turned it into a bomb because they don't actually, they didn't actually develop it. They got it from the discovery thing. It's kind of tied from into them. that. Yeah, yeah, from them. Uh, and then it's like a World War II themed planet, basically, which is kind it's of fun. It's kind of like our planet. But maybe ten years it's from more now, of a, it's more of a World War Three yeah. themed planet. Well, no, visually, like the costumes, it's like it's very like it's turned all the costumes fascist. are forties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like a yeah, it's very fascist yeah. for sure. <clears throat> um, yeah, and then they, you know, there are these two sides, and they want to kill each other, and 
Pike's like, hey, you know, what, how about you just join the Federation and don't murder each other? It's up to you. And then they, they don't murder each other. They don't. They don't. Yeah. Well, yet. Well, we don't know if they. That uh, we know of. That we know, know. <clears throat> This is kind of an irresponsible choice on, on Pike's part. I got to be perfectly honest because I was like, you're going to let these psychopaths who are about to just blow each other to hell into the Federation? I feel like that's a little. Well, you know, it's like how Bajor did, took a decade or something the fe- for them to join the Federation. Did they let him into the Federation? They said, why don't you join us? I'm sure he doesn't yeah. unilaterally get to accept the planet into the Federation, yeah. but it's just kind of like a challenge. Like, why, instead of blowing each other up, why don't you work to be like Build us? Build the ship. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. join us as in, like, like, be better people. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I like that this whole, th- the whole time, by the way, he's, the reason he's, like, in Montana avoiding people is because he's really, he's got... What I called the other night when I was talking about with Darius, pre-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> he's got PTSD, PTSD for something that hasn't happened yet. Uh, but he's, he knows it's, it's post-traumatic stress disorder for him. Yeah, but for everybody else. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. Imagine that, having PTSD about something that hasn't happened yet, but you ex- experienced it. Yeah. So Wild. he's got to like find a reason Man. to live, and I like it. I think yeah. it's so great that it ties into the plot of the thing. It's like it's this is going to happen, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. But yeah. what does he say? Like we have to. It was a really great line. I rewatched it last night. Like we have to rise, we have to we have to thrive before for our future or something like that, or until our future happens. Anyways, it was obviously it was line. so good that I remember the quote perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> but you just see him like come to that realization mm-hmm. um, while he's yeah. convincing a planet not to blow itself up. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's great. It's beautiful. It, it, so we they. Uh, <laughs> Fucking Starfleet very irresponsibly sent three people on a starship to go do a first contact. Awesome move. Uh, awesome move. <laughs> I feel like this, the, the way they they contextualize this, because like Robert April, Admiral April, who by the way yeah. was the original captain of the Enterprise before. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But that's something I don't know if it was like actually explicitly mentioned in the episode. But um, he's like, yeah, your your first officer, um, she just kind of decided to do things. She doesn't do shore leave very well. So it, it, to me, it sounded almost like she's like, hey, um, can I borrow a ship and like two astrophysicists or something like that? Maybe. Because <laughs> uh, well, because he does say he does say my your first officer doesn't take shore leave very well. Like mine didn't, and I'm assuming he's talking Pike. about. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, played by Adrian Holmes, I believe is his name. Yep, Robert April. Ooh, you just shared um, a poster. These character posters are really great. They've got these they like are. really awesome, fun, colorful character posters that are quite good. I think I saw somebody complaining like they didn't bring back the mini skirts. I'm like, bro, everybody's wearing Fuck a skirt. Off. They're wearing well, skirts yeah. and pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I like that they actually have accept, like they give they gave the choice to certain actors what like f- for for the women if they wanted to wear a skirt or not. Like Rebecca mm-hmm. Romaine yeah. actually asked to wear like a combat dress. Oh, cool. Or, or you know like a, a professional skirt yeah. thing. She's like, yeah, because you can be feminine and still competent. And so. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the cast? Because 
the hottest cast in Star Trek history. <laughs> to, yes, this is like it is hot Trek. We're kind of back to that. It's horny uh, again. Horny again. Well, I, the only reason I want to talk about them is because they actually have lines and uh, have characters now. We all know great. every single character's name, more or less. We already yes. know these characters better than we know uh, any of the Discovery ca- uh, crew uh, yeah. after four seasons. Yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. <laughs> I want to talk about Chief Kyle, though. Uh, Hell yeah. The, Chief Kyle. Is he the chief um, uh, engineer, then? No, he's chief transporter officer. Chief transporter he's officer. Chief, so he just sits and... He <laughs> is basically He is basically what uh, O'Brien, O'Brien was on Enterprise. On Enterprise. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not supposed awesome. to do... It doesn't do that. It's like, well, make it do that. That's so great. Make it do Transporters that. Transporters don't uh, do that. Um <laughs> I didn't realize his last name was Kyle, and I thought literally the doctor was just like being real loosey goosey, being like, "Hey, Kyle, hey, Kyle, <laughs> Chief Kyle." Oh, I think he was a character in the original series. I don't think he was Asian. Let's see here. No, he wasn't. He was like a blonde guy. How many like characters are new, and are are all of these characters like? characters that were in the original show not all of them but Mbenga was okay. uh, Una number one was Spock obviously was obviously. Uhura was and yeah. Chapel was okay <clears throat> cool yeah so Chapel and um, number one were both played by Majel Barrett Roddenberry oh really oh yeah, yeah. I guess yeah yeah that's wild I think they really nailed the the casting for Uhura, Cecilia Gooding. She has a very yeah. natural charm yeah. and charisma to her. That's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that scene in the uh, the um, uh, <laughs> turbo lift. Turbo lift is really great. Yeah, you know Tagball. You know Tagball. What a dumb <laughs> fucking name! I'm so glad yes. that they they <laughs> picked love- a dumb fucking <laughs> name for a sport where I was like, yeah, it's Tagball. It's like okay, awesome. But like all yeah, sports names like are stupid. Tag ball. They are, you know yes. Tag ball? It's just <laughs> that we are used to it. And he's like, yeah, tag ball. I think it's the most masculine, awesome, badass sport on <laughs> our planet. It's tag yeah, ball. Tag ball. Um, all of these, which I imagine is probably very gruesome. Yeah, <laughs> like they're probably throwing like heavy ass balls at yeah. each other. <laughs> like all of these actors are also like not new but they're relatively like unknown yeah. people besides like you know the, the the heavy hitters which i think is really rad a lot of them were on broadway or have been you know small players in other shows i mean rebecca romaine's probably has been the longest in the conversation cuz she's been yeah. active for a couple decades mm-hmm. ethan peck's got the family name guys ethan peck just i just got to throw this in there uh Peck uh, had many st- uh, star television appearances as a young actor, including the young Michael Kelso in that 70s show. <laughs> really? <laughs> what did he look like as young Michael he Kelso? He played a young Michael version Kelso. of Ashton Kutcher in that 70s show. That's incredible. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, interesting. Wait, there's a character on the show that's just entitled Bridge Crew. She doesn't actually have a name. Really? Yeah. Well, hopefully she gets a name. Yeah. <laughs> I think she was just one of the people back there with Spock sitting at Just like, hanging out. Yeah. They brought back in like the a person who will be in every single episode but without a name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just you that know what one they, person. 
You know what I noticed they did too on this, which they don't really, maybe I just don't pay attention to it on older Star Treks, but they very specifically made a, a like a, a choice to when they called somebody for the first time saying lieutenant. Yeah. Or like, mm-hmm. or uh, cadet or what, you know, like basically giving us their rank right off the bat. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, we don't have any ensigns on the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. Uhura. Is an she's a cadet, even. She's not so even she's an a, ensign she's yet. A cadet. Yeah, yeah, she's not even an ensign. Yeah. I guess it's true. Yeah. But there's there's very specific about calling her out as being a prodigy. Like she wouldn't be here yeah, if yeah. she weren't yeah. the best. Gotta have the she's prodigy. Our, she's the she's the Wesley. She's the Wesley Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> um Wesley wasn't even a cadet. He wasn't even in fucking Starfleet and he was flying a ship. Flying awesome. a ship. Awesome. <laughs> Is happening. Uh, yeah, Ortegas is great. I think she, uh, she, like, I already, imme- I immediately understand her character just based on Ortega. Like, I feel yeah. like she had a lot more yeah. lines. Like when I first watched it, the second time I watched it, I was like, wow, she's less in this she's than like I realized. Four. But <laughs> yeah, I totally know. Like, I get her vibe one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, she's good, probably going to have some good episodes. Yeah. Hopefully, Nurse Chapel's fun. Has a good interplay with the doctor. Like yeah. her, they're going to be energy with his. Like they're going to be very straight laced. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love that actor um, who plays in Benga, Babs Ola. Hold on, I want to do this properly. But he was a uh, Jamis in. Um, he was in Dune. In Dune, he's so good, and he's great in this too. He's just like kind of che- a little cheerful, but also not too like intense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's great. Um, hold on, let's Babs Olusanmokan. Nice. Olusanmokan, okay. I think. Yeah. I'm just going to call him Babs. Yeah. I mean, Babs is a great name. It's a great name. What's up, Babs? Yeah. Oh, I just, I know we've said this multiple times, but I'm just glad that we get to talk about the cast. Do do we (laughs) have? characters. Yeah. Yeah. No. And they did a good job, like, surrounding, we and Jan were talking about it the other day. We're like, back when we first talked about Strange New Worlds, when it it was announced, we're like, man, they got three white people right up top. They better be surrounding themselves with a, Good lord! Huge diverse cast. Yeah, and they did. Yeah, they, every, they very specifically like. Yep, and there's an Asian woman who's like working ops. You know, Lieutenant Jennifer, I think is her name. Yeah, there's yeah. uh yeah, and uh, it's just it's great. And then there's going to be an Anar too for the Enterprise fans, the blind Andorians. Yes, there's a, the Andorian. Yeah, <laughs> they show him right at the end there. Yeah, like, he's like, hey, this guy's coming. Hey. <laughs> He's got his own character poster, which is delightful. Yeah, he's the chief engineer, yeah. man. Like, oh, he's the chief engineer. Oh, yeah. cool. He's gonna, he's the chief engineer, and the only way we really find that out is at the very beginning. Uh, Spock basically says, "Like we have everybody except for the chief engineer and Kirk, oh, and Kirk, okay. who you who you wanted, and they're gonna join us later." And then they both beam on. So gotcha. you're like, "Oh, okay." Do you think he's gonna be grumpy? He's got he's got to be grumpy, so. right? I think my guess is he's gonna be more like a. Denobula and like um, Flocks. I bet his vibe is going to be more like that. Yeah, that's what I'm really? going to think. Yeah, I think that's what the show needs. A <laughs> he little looks bit more. scary as fuck. They made the Andorians look like fucking. Well, he's not skeleton. Andorian. Well, he's Andorian, he's not? but he's a, a specific offshoot of Andorians called oh, the Anor. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, gotcha. They they're blind and I, they uh, they live like deep deep underground. What? Yeah. I know this is probably not like a good <laughs> a good joke that they can make at this time in television. But like it would be very funny if we get a joke where they were like where everyone working in engineering is like, 
it's always so fucking dark in here. Like I can never see what I'm <laughs> doing. are not on. <laughs> like, well, yeah, he, he comes in and he like, he starts working and I don't want to bother him or anything like that. But yeah. wait, wait. So is he, he just sees in like a, a darker wavelength or that he's just completely blind? I think they, they use their antennas for like sensory and everything like that. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm sure we're going to find out more about it. In the, okay. Yeah. They're kind of, and and also Andorians love it when things are really cold. So I'm yeah, <laughs> I'm curious if he's gonna, <laughs> gonna be freezing in there. Yeah, and it's always so fucking dark and so cold. cold. I hate cold. it. What you're doing? He never turns the lights on. <laughs> I'm literally I'm I have to stand by. They think that I have really good work ethic because I'm by the warp core all the time. It's it's just warmer. It's just five degrees warmer next to the warp core. I have to uh, stand there. I'll yeah. freeze to death. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I don't know if we already talked about Naan. Laan Noonien saying we haven't. Laan, yeah. She's great. I'm very yeah. excited for her whole character arc as well. It feels like and it's going to be the most Discovery-y character. Yeah. Yeah, like it, yeah, yeah. Well, she's definitely a descendant of Khan. She's right? got to be. Like that's Her name is Noonien Singh. <laughs> yeah. Noonien Singh. And she, like, she has a, an issue with the whole, like... Um, she doesn't take the uh, sedative, the sedative or whatever sedation, mm-hmm. sedative at all, and she doesn't show that much pain compared to Spock, who is three times stronger than humans, <laughs> having to yell because it was so painful. Yeah. yeah, I'm curious, and I was wondering if her Gorn story of like, do you want to know how I got these scars, Gorn's like these internal yeah. scars story? I'm wondering if that's metaphorical because you know Pike was like, yeah, I've read your story i read your file but he's really good about yeah. he has a very light touch he's like let's talk about it like in discovery it's like let's let's trauma dump right now let's like let's have <laughs> yeah he's just like hey are you yeah. sure this is a good idea he's like yes cool all right up to you hey, well don't good. they have that conversation in front of other people too well, exactly so if she's saying if she's saying gorn then she's like and she prefaces it with like you read my file so she like starts to map over it and he's like, oh yeah, this isn't about the Gorn. I know what this is yeah. actually about. That's <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. my guess because they early in the episode, he's looking at like a report and it's like Gorn sightings or something like that. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see what they do. But clearly she's got yeah. some things to work out. Yeah. Big time. Um, yeah. This is the last time I'll compare this to Discovery because I feel like it's just not very nice and we should, it's just kind of <laughs> a, a, a losing game at this point. But um uh, what's his name's Pike's whole emotional storyline was just the whole first season of Discovery. Like, yeah. I feel like if they were trying yeah. to do this, they would just stretch out his whole fucking thing and just focus on him for ten episodes. Which I yeah. have now realized you don't have to do. No, I I just you can do it <laughs> while the show's going on. I don't need it all. You know. Yeah, I'm so glad. I mean, maybe it'll pop up again, but I'm, I, I feel like we're not going to see him. Like every time he looks in a reflection, he sees melty face version of himself. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. I hope it happens. I mean, like at the end the of the time. episode, I think this was a deliberate choice when he's looking out of the ship's window, he sees his actual current reflection. Mm-hmm. To me, that was visually mm-hmm. a cue of like he's gotten over this. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm getting over yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, which is really uh, nice. Great. Beautiful. Okay, okay, so little little tiny things now um that I've noticed. Did they have these uh these like plug my communicator into a television screen to do video chat? 
in the first uh, in the original in, series. In the original series, is that what that they did? Sick. He, he yeah, put the, he put it in a so dock. When he, calls, yeah. when he calls Spock, Spock takes his communicator, plugs it into a little tiny TV screen, and now they're video chat. Yeah, like <laughs> I thought it was pretty sick. <laughs> I was okay with it. Like I was like, you know what? This is the way you you do that. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it, the captain that uh, Pike bangs before the show starts, uh, Captain Battelle, she calls yeah. his communicator his phone. A phone. His phone. Yeah. Your phone's ringing, which is like fun. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So I, I also love when he when Spock answers the phone. He's like, Spock, are you naked? <laughs> he was about to be. He was about to be. <laughs> In in her in Tapring's defense, he's like, I gotta go. It's like you got Dude, five minutes, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> he's just saying you need to come into work tomorrow, not like right not now. Right now. <laughs> now. <laughs> um, that God. that moment to me, there was a line in there which I feel like they added um because someone read the script and was dumb. But it was fine because they're Vulcan, but she, he's like, I'm sure T'Pring will understand. And then he turns around and she's like, that should have been a query. Yeah. And then the line right after that of like, whether or not I would understand. Mm-hmm. I was like, you don't need that there. As an audience, we all we understand yeah. what the query should have been. The, like This whole yeah. scene has been playing with that <laughs> query or not query. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thing I know it's feel it did feel like a studio notey moment of like can you can you just clarify yeah. this? We're lost. Yeah, because like we don't mean we gotta make sure everyone knows. And then I was like, I'm okay with it because they are Vulcan and they're very clear with their communication. Like that's fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the vibe. Ugh. but this is the first episode. This is the first time ever that there have been, there's been a new episode of four different Star Trek shows. In the same year. Wow. Yeah, because they're saturating the market. Heavily saturated. And this is the only one that I like can't wait to continue watching. <laughs> really pumped about. Yeah. Yeah. Which <laughs> I, I'm happy. The, the thing I'll say is I'm happy that it seems like they've got a show for everyone now, which is cool. It's like great. If you like Discovery, you can go, you know. Go to that world, do your thing. If you like episodic Trek, you can do this. I just hope at some point that they give us an episodic Trek series with a new cast in the future. And they could even new spin characters. it off with Discovery. It could just be a Discovery spinoff in that universe, but with new characters, you know? Could be a lot of things. Yeah. It could be good. Yeah. yeah. Could be good. Yeah. Could be good. Here's a little bit of um, more trivia. The events mm-hmm. of this episode share a star date ish with Star Trek into darkness. So in the alternate timeline, that shit's happening. What the fuck? (laughs) Wait, what? So Star Trek into darkness takes place at the same star date as this episode. Really? In the alternate timeline. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they did it on purpose. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Watch them just fucking train wreck the season and just like somehow try to intertwine those timelines. (laughs) I don't know if that would train wreck this season. I would be okay with that. <laughs> in Discovery, they do mention the other the Kelvin it's weird universe. Enough. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, it's it's referenced very briefly. When did they do that? Yeah, very very um, briefly. Um, I think we should also note that the episode ends with um, for our dear friend April Nosifora, 
And she, well, I looked it up, and she's a producer on like all of Star Trek, starting around Deep Space Nine. Or she, yeah. So wow. Uh, so yeah, wow. she and she passed away. She passed away. Yeah, last year. Wow. So this is a behind the scenes person that you know we should shout out, shout out, and acknowledge because they're the people Thanks who made this stuff happen. She started off as an years. assistant to Ronald D. Moore. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. That's crazy. Good Lord. So she gets good storytelling. She gets it. She understands it. <laughs> she gets it. Uh, I oh, really got man. excited when Pike, that scene where Pike comes to the Enterprise and you see the big shot of the Enterprise. I'm disappointed that they didn't spend more than, I think the shot, the full shot of the Enterprise was two or three seconds long. And I'm like, you guys. You wanted like a three minute you long. Wanted you wanted at least three minutes. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't understand why he took the shuttle there and then just beamed on to the Enterprise. That didn't make sense to me either. Because, <laughs> like, so I just want to take a look go at into it. Go the shuttle take bay. The, just, just dock the shuttle. Just dock the shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, do, we should point out that the shuttle's name was Shuttle Stamets. It was the Stamets, yeah. And is it named after... Yeah. Stamets, Stamets, or I think so, or the mycologist I from think. Earth history. What? Oh. There's a mycologist. Apparently, Stamets, from- the character, is named after a real mycologist named Stamets. Oh, I would assume it's named. Well, because he invented the spore drive, right? You'd think which it'd is be- doesn't exist. Back. Oh, I guess you're right. It doesn't. Ex- yep, never. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Okay, Darius has gone dark. He's gone anar. Darius has gone dark. He's gone. He's in engineering. <laughs> they showed, I like that they showed all of the spaces too. They like showed engineering with the warp core. Oh God, such a they cool showed, set, by the way. It's a very cool set. And they showed um, 10 forward or whatever, their bar, which yeah. looked fucking rad too. Um, I love it. Seems that- like they've struck a nice balance between hardwood floors and comfortable carpet. I agree. And it has a very um, si- like late sixties aesthetic somehow still without yeah. it looking really bad. Mm-hmm. All the red, that like dark dark red. Ooh, I thought I wasn't gonna like the uniforms, but I actually quite they work. Yeah, they work quite I, well. I I agree. Like I thought that they you should know, have stuck to the discovery versions, the but, kind of bulky ones. Yeah, but these ones are great. <laughs> Fuck them. I like the uniforms. I think my biggest issue with the uniforms, and it's not an issue really, it's just because it's a new Star Trek thing that we're doing, I guess, is uh, everyone just gets a slightly different uniform. Like, no, there's no, like, there's no uniformity to their uniforms. Like, <laughs> uh, Chief Kyle has a different uniform yeah. than uh, Spock, who has a different uniform than Uhura, which has a different uniform than Nurse Chapel, who has a different... It's like they all well, get... To be fair, that happens in Star Trek all the time. Yeah. Chapel is civilian, so... I know she's I civilian. That. I know that. I know. Chief Kyle <laughs> is enlisted rather than uh, commissioned officer. That's he's chief, you know, like just Chief O'Brien. They're not, I know, sirs. Uh, and Uhura is a cadet, so that's makes sense too. Thing. Then the doctor gets a different uniform, does, but I, he's uh, medical, and that also happens in the original series. You're right, though, it is <laughs> kind of silly, but whereas like T and G. They just had the different colors. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Picard every once in a while wore a jacket. Get fun. Or a vest. Yeah. <laughs> the open vest one. 
I can't wait till we get that point. I can't wait till we get to season six where Anson Mount is just fucking tired and is He's wearing, wearing t-shirts. Mount's yeah. regrown, regrown the beard. Yeah. Wearing t-shirts. She's like Harrison yeah, Ford in Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the story behind that? No. They had no. all these costumes for Harrison Ford. And he was just like, and he said, no. I'm just going to wear this. No. <laughs> Which is why he wears like a t shirt and jeans in Blade Runner 2049. I mean, it kind of fits his character. I, I, I don't know. It seems it's like so a, great. A very Harrison Ford thing to do. Just, I'm curious Can you imagine if Indiana being, Jones movie that's coming having out. That kind of star po- having that kind of star power where you just like show up on set and they're like, all right, let's get you in costume. You're like, nah. nah. I think I'm gonna wear this. I think I'm just gonna wear this t-shirt. I think I'm just gonna do this. <laughs> like it's a Hanes t shirt. You're wearing a you're wearing a Hanes t shirt and Levi jeans and we're in the future. Like yeah, yeah. the Indiana yeah. Jones movie's gonna be rad. This is a hundred and fifty million dollar movie, Harrison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know how much fine. I spent on these jeans? <laughs> these were thirty three dollars. Indiana Jones movie's gonna be awesome. He's gonna be wearing like uh board shorts yeah. and a tank top. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have his little earring. Yeah. <laughs> Is he still married to Callista Flockhart? Uh, I, I just saw her in a play. Speak. This is really? an interesting tie-in. Yeah, I just saw her in a play with the other Spock, um, Zachary Quinto. Zachary Quinto. Yeah. So you're you went and saw Spock in a play. And the Spock that was in the Kelvin timeline mm-hmm. that was taking place at the exact same. same time as this episode. Yes, that's the. <laughs> that's Spock how that we I justify saw. what. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, yeah. I can't wait for Anson Mount to wear whatever Anson Mount likes to wear, just casually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I love late season Trek and or just late series Trek, and I'm excited to see how weird and and comfortable everyone gets. But speaking of like 60s stuff, by the way, 60s, 70s stuff, sideburns. Are they going to come Killer. back? Yeah. Are yeah, they going to come yeah. back because of this show? I, I think sideburns. Mu- I mean, I mustaches are already back. I feel like sideburns are just the next thing to, to happen. <laughs> I mean, they got they got the, the pointy Spock sideburns. They do. So, And uh, Pike's got, <laughs> got them too. He's got the ones that turn like flat at the bottom. They're yeah. Pretty sick. Very Brilliant. Cool. Uh, we should we should also mention Samuel Kirk, uh, that fake out at the end. Yeah, mustache man, ball and mustache. Uh, and I love that the whole time I was like, ah, oh, they're going to show Kirk in the first in the pilot episode. This is terrible, and they they really messed with us in a great way. I think by making it his brother, guys. They know, guys. Look at this. We just talked about Anson Mount being in like crazy shit. But this is just a, a shot from behind the scenes of Anson Mount with his uniform unzipped down to like the nipple area, <laughs> and it is what <laughs> corny. I'm like, I'm like, that's some straight up like uh, um, Kirk shit. <laughs> Hell yeah! What I gotta see this? They, there better be some episodes where oh my the, god, the shirts just get all ripped up. Where did you post this, by the way? In the chat. In the chat. In our chat, man, those uniforms I'll, were I'll really rad. I'll post it in our Discord. They were rad. <laughs> those were good unis. Yeah, <clears throat> damn. They felt appropriately militaristic and uniformy. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, These ones are good though. Yeah, they're, they're good. good. They're good. They're good. They're good. They're good. They're good. They're pretty good. They're good. They're pretty good. They're good. They're pretty, they're pretty good. good. Uh, are they already shooting season two? I think so. Yeah. 
probably. They, okay, so here's another thing. They shot this during COVID pandemic times. I didn't feel that, which is rare these days. Me I, like for Discovery season four, I felt it all the time. Like, why is nobody, why is every scene a two person scene? And, you know, why is nobody interacting yeah. in the same space? So whatever the tricks they use to make it work here, they work really well. That that actually that actually made me think of something. Uh, the scene where they beam down and he's like, why is it always an alley? Funny line. But then, like, we get, like, a classic Star Trek, like, we just took over a building in Los Angeles. Yeah. And we have, <laughs> like, maybe 100 extras, 50 extras. Yeah. Try, and you're they're trying to make it seem like a... Bigger like a, a rebellion or something yeah. like that. But you're like, oh, it shot during COVID times, first of all. So like you couldn't have that many people yeah. to mm-hmm. begin with. Like, Yeah, these yeah. S- this small group of people represents hundreds of thousands of people protesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very classic <laughs> TNG feel. Like there's, this planet is in the middle of a civil war. It's like we've been on the same set the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact same. Yeah. That was my only like little mini gripe but this is my gripe with all of new trek for some reason is there uh uh spock have you ever heard of the united states of america <laughs> yeah. um they they were having an issue as well and i like i get it but it just seems so like that, i don't know that happens in the original series all the time i though. know it's it like, does you know, you know just, about the world war ii right it's like oh yeah the world war ii <laughs> 50 million lives lives. Yeah. Well, this one was looking My to the, our future, about, though. Yeah. That's why I was kind of like, I don't know about this. My biggest one about that, too, was like, he's like, Spock, have you ever heard of the United States of America? And then he references them like they don't exist anymore, right? Makes sense. But we just had had a scene with the Chiron that said Montana. That's true. Well, that is we very like, true. The region would exist. <laughs> but would it still be called I know, Montana? Why is it still called Montana? Why would they change the name? <laughs> There wouldn't be it's state like there's lines. No, there's no America anymore, so um, we got to rename all the areas. There's no United States of America, but like, are, are there state lines? Yeah, that's the no, thing, probably. right? If there's no United States anymore. It's then the United like, Planet. It would just be North America. Did they say United <laughs> States though? No, it just said Montana. No, they just said but, Montana. Like, it's in Star Trek. They always like it said like something like Brown Bear Montana or something they, like yeah, that. Yeah, like, uh, well, what's his name? Kirk is from Iowa. That's always been a thing. Like I'm, that's true. So I guess Riker's from Alaska. That one lower decks guy, he's from Canada. (laughs) He just says Canada, though. He doesn't say British Columbia. (laughs) So the countries do still exist. They're they're still our borders. So the countries do still exist. I would say they probably administrate (laughs) on a local level ish, but the whole planet is unified. Unified. But it's not like the United States of America. I mean, maybe Montana is its own government. Who knows? Maybe it's more of like a symbolic thing of mm-hmm. like, this is technically, these are where the state's lines used to be drawn and it's still kind of there, but you know, yeah, we're more just. Uh, it's like how there's a France, you know? Yeah, that's true. They have, there's a Paris also. Blown up. It did get totally smoked. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I love all the procedural stuff. Like when they show up at the planet and they're like, what the fuck happened here? And it's just a great, like, scene of like deduction like okay so there's no life sign there's no subspace signal laon's like we should go to red alert gives reasons and pike consults spock and he still is like no we're gonna go with that one i don't agree with that Mm -hmm. and then and then (laughs) after that there's another escalation of spots like okay now i recommend this it's like great Mm -hmm. cool this is a great scene of they're in the room talking about stuff like they usually do 
Yeah. God, we're such losers. Look at us. But this is the show. It's supposed to be like that. The one thing, yeah, that I didn't realize that I told you guys is I didn't realize how, like, for me at least, how integral the format is to Star Trek. Yeah. Because, like, there are other Star Trek shows like Picard and Discovery and, you know, whatever that aren't serialized. And they are Star Trek. I'm not trying to discount any of these shows if you like them. But for me personally, the format is so integral for some reason that it almost doesn't feel like Star Trek without an episodic nature to it, personally. Yeah, and totally. That's why we. there's a reason we watch these shows. And I think a lot of people reject the newer shows because they're doing a different thing. They're different genre. Yeah, almost entirely. Sub-genre, genre. yeah. Yeah, I mean the original yeah. inspiration for Star Trek. The, I think the original writing for it was inspired by shows like Dragnet. Like this I was is was say, supposed it's a to space be space like, procedural. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So it, um, it, the captain's log apparently is stolen from a show Dragnet. where like it's a detective writing his notes. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense now. Yeah. We go back to the source material. Absolutely. I also got to say that it uh, it passes my nap test, which is something I do with most uh, things <laughs> All right. that I, I like. I agree with the nap test, Dylan, but you got to explain yeah. the nap I'm gonna, test to the viewers. I'm about to. Yeah, I'm about to explain the nap test. Uh, most things in my life that I, I enjoy a lot, baseball, <laughs> Star Trek, <laughs> multiple shows, I think I can love them a lot, but I can also take a nap during them and not feel guilty about sleeping during it and then wake up at the end and be like, oh, I missed an episode. Oh, well, maybe I'll just watch it later. There's another one that's different. <laughs> and this, because it's episodic, passed the nap test for me. Now, I got a question for you because there's only one episode. Yeah. So, if there was multiple episodes, mm-hmm. You'll have to come back to this maybe. See how well and it naps. Be like, see how well it naps because like <laughs> maybe you should maybe you should <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get scientific with this. To to create a test, maybe you should not watch like three of the newer like like later on yeah. in the season, skip like three episodes, wait like three weeks. Yeah, yeah. And then try the nap test and see if you can skip an episode. Yeah. In the middle of the fucking season, season. and then pick, not know what happens, yeah. pick up to another episode and be like, "Yeah, okay, that's a good I'm idea." Often, I love that. that. That's your yeah. challenge. Your challenge is to yeah. not watch just what? the no, best show for no, three no, weeks. No, 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 no! I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, but it is a good nap show, also because there's not a lot of mu- the music's there, but it's not all the time. That's yeah. very integral for a nap show. Because with Discovery and Picard, no, I, I don't want to miss what's happening. Because if I miss it, I have to watch it again in order to watch the next episode. You know what I didn't uh, clock, and I think it's because there's so much music all the time, is I didn't clock the ship's hum. There needs to be a hum. I didn't know if there was a hum or not. I I didn't look out for that. I don't know if there was one. I have watched it twice, and I still don't know if there's a ship's hum because there's so much music. There's a scene where where Pike and Spock talk about it, where it's like overstep. You know, uh, I don't want to overstep. I think that I need to re-listen to that scene and see if there's a hum in there because I don't think there's any music. Uh, and yeah. I'm I'm glad that there's no music in that scene. By the way, I think it's great. I love Pike's uh, perfect blend of Kirk and Picardness. Of he's like he's your friend, but he's also your dad. Like he, and he's got such a gentle touch of tell me now. Like when he, La'an is also, like I should have told you earlier. He's like no problem. It's cool. Take take go ahead. Tell me now. He does kind of, he, <laughs> take your time. He has kind of a Kirk bod as well. He's a little more ripped, but he kind of has a similar. 
uh, paunch. Like it's there. It's happening. It's he's old. Yeah. yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Just a few more hits of that Saurian brandy that he's drinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. All right. Should we go into the archives or do you guys have anything else? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Let's get in there. Okay. We can talk more. Yeah. We'll, we will. Afterwards. Yeah. Because we don't have any holodeck to talk about. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Enterprise. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. <sighs> Would you feel this? Could you feel this oh, for me? Yes, of course. Huh? Doesn't that feel great? Yes. Yeah. The thread count on this is, is very it? high. Yeah. I made it myself. I hand sewed it. What? I hand sewed these. These are the medical uniforms from the Kyleans on the planet that yeah. we just in, yeah. right? Yeah, I hand they're sewed like them. Exact replicas. No, they're not. A, yeah, well, yeah, they're exact replicas because I spent hours and hours researching it and making it for them so that they could wear these disguises when they go down on the planet. Oh, these I aren't the ones them, they took off the bodies of the guys. No, these aren't the ones they took off the bodies. These are replicas that I made. Because I kept telling them, just dress up in the medical outfits because that's where you're going. You need to get in there. And they were like, no. Well, that no. explains. So you must have, when they took the clothes off of them, when I saw them in sick bay, they were wearing the clothes again. You just put these on them, on the guys. Oh, yes. Yeah. They wanted to use them for corpse, not corpses, but yeah, they wanted to use them for those guys. But they but they didn't use them for Pike. Right. What's weird is like Chief Kyle yeah. is always te- like he's trying new transporter tricks all the time. He, it's, yeah. he's just he thinks he's so fucking cool. He's just trying to transport stuff into people's bodies and clothes onto people. Yeah, he's it's. I mean, I, I'm sure you feel kind of weird about it because that was your thing, right? That's kind of all that you was do. My thing. Yeah, I don't really know what to do, Chief. To be fair, though, Chief Kyle was on the Enterprise before us. So it's like he does have a little bit of seniority. That's true. Sense. Yeah, I, that's true. By the way, yeah, how are you two, Tom and Pert, how are you integrating? Because I looked at my pad this morning for what my orders were, and it, they just said, relax. We've got this. Like, I, like I, I don't I, have I did to like, do anything here. I did one thing. I went to the bar and had a couple drinks. and uh, I was told to... I was told to um, wipe down the console in front of the warp core. And honestly, while that is still work, it didn't feel like work. Yeah. I've just been used to like a lot of emotionally taxing things happening. And I, I on Discovery, I had to see the therapist like twice a week. Yeah. And here I feel yeah. like I, I, would, I don't have to for some reason. I mean, it is sad what happened to Discovery. Mm-hmm. It, you know, blowing up and... Yeah. Yeah. I, I do have... A lot of survivor's guilt. I mean, I keep asking Pike if we can talk about it, and he says it's classified, which, you know, that's his prerogative, but right, those were all of our friends. I mean, they just... Right. Well, I mean, I felt like I felt like I was crying every single day on Discovery. There's a lot like, of stuff I, happening. I, right? And now, I'm crying in my heart for Discovery and all of my friends, but I can't help but not cry when I'm on the yeah. ship. Because it's so relaxing. So nice. And it actually makes me want to do my job better. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually was walking through and I would just take, I just take walks now because I don't really have anything to do. Yeah. So I just, I take walks uh-huh. and I, I look, I saw the panels in engineering. You did a great job polishing all those. Thanks. Yeah. Really yeah. good job. Really good job. I think, I think on Discovery, I would have phoned it in because I would have been too emotionally taxed yeah. to actually do yeah. anything. Yeah. But like, 
because there's not a lot for us to actually do, I spent a good three hours polishing those yeah. panels. Yeah. Well, it's definitely. I, I cry in my I cry in my room now and with the therapist. That's great. Like when I'm kind of in yeah. those spaces, yeah. but usually when I'm on the job, I kind of can pull it together now. I think it's the ship. There's just a good energy on here. Yeah. You know? Plus, like I know everybody on sh- the ship's name already. Like I. Me too. I just yeah. know everybody. Everyone introduced themselves. I, don't, I know more than just their name. I know like their deal. Yeah. Like I know like their past and like how I should approach them and like how to talk to them. Yeah. And as sad as I am about yeah. Discovery, there were some people on that ship that I legitimately didn't even know. I didn't even know their name. Oh, I yeah. I didn't even talk to them at like, once. There's a guy I knew that we, we met first day. We spent the whole day together. We worked together the whole day and I just forgot it. Like I, you know how sometimes you, a name just slips by? Yeah, and mm-hmm. from then on, yeah. I just like I was like, "Hey, guy." Yeah, I didn't even know yeah. his rank. You know Reese? You remember Reese? Oh. Who, uh, who's Reese? I remember Reese. Like that's all I know about Reese. His name, his name. His name yeah. is Reese. Yeah, he was on the bridge. I yeah. mean, so. I, it's sad that he didn't live longer and get to have some moments where he really stepped up and showed who he was, and you know. Yeah. But you know, that's just what it is. It's. It really seems like whenever I got to know somebody, except for you guys, but yeah. whenever I got to know somebody, they died. Like yeah. in in the yeah. course of battle, I don't know. I think why that's that, why honestly, I avoided I learning preparing. anything about anybody. Yeah, because you were afraid they right. were gonna they were gonna. It's like die. if I learn, yeah, I'm gonna lose right. the connection with them. When I met you guys, I like very specifically have a memory of going back to my quarters and being like, "All right, don't get too attached because they're gonna die tomorrow. You know too yeah. much about them." And here we are. So I didn't think we were gonna make new, it through on this one ship. mission to this stupid little planet. Yeah, me neither. I thought I thought it was <laughs> I all like, fucked. I was like, I know everybody on the ship. Uh, Discovery just mm-hmm. blew up, and yep. you know they got a warp bomb. So this is it. This is the end. But no, we just I'm, we, we just we talked our way out it. of it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. He's a good. He, he, the, uh, what's his name's a good uh, Pike. Pike's a good uh, yeah. diplomat. You know, he's very di- diplomatic. By the way, Tom, I noticed you've been spending a lot of time with that mustache guy. Yeah, what's what I know oh, his name. Kirk. Yeah. Samuel Kirk. Yeah. George Samuel Kirk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm starting to grow yeah. one myself. Is that what that is? I thought you just had stuff over your lip. I don't grow facial hair very well, so this is gonna take a little while. It might be a little patchy and look weird at first, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a shot. Do you shot. want me to join you? Because it's the only facial hair you're allowed yeah, to grow. Yeah, I, I can grow my facial hair three times faster than a regular human, so I can just mm-hmm. If you oh, want, might as well just not join me then, because it's you know, yeah, you just don't hang because it'll make me look bad. I, I just don't understand why you've been hanging out with this Kirk guy so much. Yeah, what's the deal? I've been, I've been, I've been like, you, you know how uh, I know you guys probably do it too, but like keep an eye on like the communications throughout Starfleet just to kind of see like what we're going to be doing next mm-hmm. and like just get an eye on it, you uh-huh. know. Um, so on the scanners, I've been noticing that there's a lot of talk about this Kirk guy. And then when he beamed on board, I was like, that's Kirk. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was like, he's going to be, he's probably going to be the next captain of the Enterprise. And like, I like, Pe- I like, uh, I like Pike. Yeah. I think he's a great captain. And honestly, I, I think if he was my dad, I'd have a, a better, a better life in general. Uh-huh. But I think, I think he, I think Pike's going to give Kirk command of the ship. So, you know. Really, but he's just like he's—he's he's even under—he's kind of under guy. Spock. Like he just works for Spock. Yeah. 
Yeah, but Pike very specifically asked for Lieutenant Kirk to be on board the Enterprise. I mean, you I do mean, your he, thing, he, Tom. Yeah, you, you do what you need to do. You know, I'm happy that you found somebody to yeah. clean up after. I mean, follow. Well, I, I have to, did you say clean up after? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I didn't say that. I got a, I got, a, I'm playing racquetball with the Officer Mabenga later. So I got a. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's, that sounds yeah. fun. Yeah, it's really fun, actually. Do you want to come along? Yeah, yeah, actually. That sounds great. I'd love that to play racquetball. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you guys, are, we should just all... Can we do teams? Yeah, we can absolutely do teams. Yeah. Cool. There's there's doubles racquetball, so cool. we can just do that. Cool. want to play. I'd love to. We're, start, we're talking about yeah. starting a league, actually. So Really? Yeah. There's enough people. When I, let me got to check when my next shift is. Well, I'm yeah. technically on shift right now, sure but like... <laughs> In, there's nothing going on in my department. Oh, yeah, I'm, so. I'm on duty right now, too. Yeah. 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 Cool. I'm actually off duty, but I have been doing a little. I don't know if you noticed, but I've been like polishing up the the rec room. Everything area is, yeah, everything like is that. so shiny. Sparkling. That's you? Yeah. That's you. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. I kind of gotten to a point where I don't know when I'm on and off <laughs> duty. So I've just been like cleaning whenever I get a chance. Yeah. Kind of you thing. don't want a moment where somebody's like, are you on duty? Like, you're all what you've always got that rag in your hand. Yeah. That's good. Right, right. And like I went to I went to check when my rot like when I'm on shift and when I'm yeah. not and honestly, I can't find it anywhere. Like it's almost like I'm not supposed to be on the yeah. ship. Like Weird. I don't know if I'm on the roster or not, so I'm just going to keep cleaning. Yeah, I get that feeling too. Like are we kind of like stowaways? Did we fall through the cracks cuz discovery got exploded and but we were <laughs> rest, on shore yeah. leave. Rest and, in peace. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Oh, you guys want to you? Let's do the racquetball. Yeah, let's Show go play racquetball. Cool. Right, let's rate this 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 bad boy. Let's rate I think it I'm on dialogue. <laughs> do we have a non? We need to ha- start having a non uh, non holodeck <laughs> board. System. Yeah, or not ranking system, but just board. You know. We don't. This will be the first one. Yeah. Five. 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 Trip five. Quinteros. Quinteros, this this is gonna be this is gonna be like unfair to every other episode <laughs> ever because like thing. I'm still riding the high. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> this is without a doubt. I can't object. I don't think Star I can objectively read this. <laughs> Romance, five, five, five. High five. <laughs> flirtation, <laughs> action. And do you see the pancakes oh, he made? Oh, pancakes. oh my god, he had, like, those pancakes look he had, like so good. strawberry sauce below oh. it with like. <laughs> How delicately he put his hand to slide yeah, the pancake I did like off that. of those spatula. <laughs> it felt very food porny of like It was super yeah, it was way too much. I was like I was like, what is Pika chef? <laughs> like a professional yeah. chef all of a sudden? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, five. Uh action. Five. Five? <laughs> yeah, they beat those people up. I mean and they, they do beat the people yeah. up. They beat those double, people up. Double nerve pinch. Double nerve Horseback pinch. riding. Horseback riding. The missiles They're hitting the, the ship. Snow. <laughs> yep. That's pretty cool. All right. I guess this is a Quinteros. Five. Suspense. Five. Five. <laughs> really? Definitely five. <laughs> five. <laughs> I'm going to give it a four. Three, really. No, I'm going to well, give it a three. I, I, jokingly, jokingly, I want to give it a five <laughs> across the board. But I mean, it is a mystery. 
it's it's not super you know that they're going to figure it out like the most suspenseful bit is when they first arrive at the planet i think and they uh-huh. they do the deduction bit what's going on which isn't the a most whole suspenseful lot. bit f- the most suspenseful bit for me and it wasn't even that suspenseful cuz you knew it was going to happen was um Kyle having to beam mm-hmm. the uh thing into Spock's eye basically. Yeah, that was pretty suspenseful. That was, that was that was pretty tense. Uh And I can I also say I love how easily that guard gave up. He's like <laughs> step away from the scanner. Step step back from the scanner. Boop. All right. You know, you're good. Yeah, on, they don't have the just, same just police brutality <laughs> issues on Kylie yet. I was <laughs> <laughs> like cool. Cuz he was just like he was pissed and then like it accepted it and he didn't even think about like why did he get rejected three times yeah. in a row? Like, <laughs> is the scanner wrong more than it's right, or is it right more than it's wrong? I don't know. I'm not paid enough to figure that out. I'm giving a three in suspense. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah, go with three. I also want to say I'm really excited about Chief Kyle. I feel like he might be one of my favorite characters <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> His delivery is great. I just want them. I really do want them to. O'Brien, Chief Kyle, just give him way too much. Work. When they spin off, I think that actor would and then, would, <laughs> would nail. When they it. spin off, send him to the future on accident, and he's just on. He's the chief on the new new show. That'll be the time, guys. I want to just shout out since we've talked about him so much. Uh, he, he's played by Andre Day Kim. I don't think he's related to Daniel Day Kim. Uh, he's a Canadian actor. He's best known for his role as Winston Chu in the Canadian series Degrassi, The Next Generation. Ooh. Oh, he's like a CW guy. Yeah, well, like, like the Canadian style version. actor. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he's from Edmonton. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, camp. It's 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 got that scene in the elevator where the the, the horny alien is like into Pike. Did you notice that? When, oh yes! Yep, oh yep. my god! This is going to be a tough one for these new shows because the camp on the old shows is like almost always a five. Yeah, but new shows is just tough. I think this that the romance is nice and the, campy with the Vulcans. Like it it it's all in that world. There, yeah, they had the waiter step in and be like, "You, you got to take that yeah, somewhere." Else. It's a little too much. Um, <laughs> there wasn't anything super campy. I don't know. I mean, the, it was. I guess it's not campy. The chase sequence was fun, yeah, but not very classic goofy. track. Yeah, yeah, it was goofy. You know, tag ball. Um, yeah, exactly. Goofy. Well, the tag ball, the tag ball shit tag was ball pretty name. fucking campy. The name, the yeah. tag ball stuff, and when those guys wake up, when the one guy <laughs> wakes up and the other guy wakes up, he's like. <laughs> and just immediately just, like, running out. away. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they have a name. For Whoever it. played that guy did oh, great yeah, at being job. freaked yeah. out and like can't, and being like goofily yeah. freaked out too. I just like, I think I forgot I how integral the goofiness in Star Trek is, and I think that's what I was missing for so long is how fucking hundred percent kind of goofy it is. That's actually one of the things that I think Star Trek 09 did pretty well. And it yes. this feels like it yeah, takes yeah. a few pages out of that. It's like, kind of like that numb tongue scene. It's like, you got numb tongue? tongue scene. Yeah, you got numb tongue? Oh, so good. <laughs> you got numb tongue? Yeah, you got numb tongue. I'll give the I'll give the camp a four. Samesies. Yeah, I was going to give it a 3.5. 3.5. Okay. And stakes. I mean, um, the planet could blow itself up it won't blow up the enterprise yeah 
there is the stakes of like we have to fix a problem that we created. Yeah. Created. Like like these 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 two they wouldn't have a nuclear bomb basically if we didn't show them how to have a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah. Um but I didn't feel the stakes. It's not well what I appreciate the thing is I don't want to give this a 3 as like a punishment. Like I think that stories should be lower stakes scale like this i really do i don't think that the end of the universe should occur every episode i agree so yeah it's kind of like a emotional stakes maybe for or just for the federation that's true yeah. and there's also the stakes of like uh is he gonna get number one back mm-hmm. are we gonna like is the crew gonna gel like um <laughs> you know is he gonna actually decide to come back to enterprise or is he gonna let his melty face get to him. Yeah, there's more emotional stakes I, than like actual. By stakes. the way, I love the choice. You know, when April's like, assuming you want to keep your command pike, and he don't have the answer yeah. on screen because he don't need it. I'm like, oh yeah, it trusts his trust the audience. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we already know the answer to this because we felt it. So good. Yeah. I mean, we didn't need to see a picture, like a, a close up shot of, of Michael Burnham's face, like getting a little teary eyed <laughs> and being like, yes, I will do it. it. <laughs> I will rise to the occasion. Um, I, yeah, I'll give it a three for stakes. I'm going to give it three, a five. A two. Two. Okay. Um, I want to point out, by the way, that reminded me, like, are they going to get Una? We know when to get into their cell and they're like, hey, we're here to rescue you. And like, oh, we're already working on it. We got like a spoon. We got a little crack we here. <laughs> we got a hole and, over and Spock here. very politely is like, um, that would be a good idea, I guess. I mean, if you weren't if you were higher if up. If you were higher up. This You're is really all you guys can do. This is all you guys yeah. figured out. <laughs> It's like when you're like a kid's like, I helped build the car. And they just like. (laughs) (laughs) I put a screw in. (laughs) Great, great job. Speaking of, speaking of camp, I know we already did this, but the line that they have when they leave the cell and Spock's just like, good thing our path is clear. And she's like, don't jinx it. And it's just like, yeah, I don't think that the logical of that. Oh, nope. Okay. Yep. Here we are. Okay. Oh my God. Fun. Fun. Fun, fun. Computer, what's the final score? Calculating. 4.11. Yeah. Banger of an episode right there. Again, we're rating the entire thing. The whole thing. Yeah. Still, Um, though, would be below our man this year. (laughs) Yes. Fuck yeah. Seems a little... <laughs> We're gonna have to revisit. That we can. One. We, we can should probably rate our man Bashir at some point. <laughs> it's gonna hold up. I'm telling you, it's gonna hold up. The episode is banging. It is banging. It's banging. It's straight up. It's great. Um, before we start to leave, I just want to say a disclaimer. Uh, for everyone who likes Discovery, we've we've been done a lot of shitting on Discovery here. It's a fine show. I I like Discovery. I just want to say that like. Crying is okay. Yeah. I cry. It, we're not like dissing it for being emotional. <laughs> we just like, we like episodic Trek more. If you like Discovery more, that's totally fine. And I appreciate you. Yeah, so I just wanted to, to say that. And Discovery has yeah, become no, Star Trek's thing. for everybody. Yeah. 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 And that's, I think Dylan made a good point. It's like there is now a Star Trek for almost everybody. 
So like if you love Discovery and that's your jam, fuck yeah, dude. You got four seasons going on five of it. Yeah. Like yeah. enjoy fuck the shit. Yeah. You're gonna be taken care of. Yeah. We'll be over here just geeking out about the goofy dumb shit. <laughs> Because we literally can't do episodes on Discovery or Picard because we're like, there's nothing funny about this. It's just kind of serious. It's so serious, yeah. <laughs> although although season three of Picard is going to bring everybody back, I'm hoping there's going to be some fun Riker. It's going to get weird, man. Uh, stuff, some some weird Worf stuff. Like, it's going to get weird. Do you think they're going to get them so. on a starship again or are they just going to be hanging out? Like, what? Do you think they're just let them hang out? Let them be retired and hanging out. out. It's not going to be that. The best episode of Picard. It would also be hilarious to have them all on a ship together and have it be like the old folks' home ship. (laughs) That'd be so. (laughs) Or it's just like they just give them like missions to go do that don't really have any end date to them. They're just like, hey, go have fun time. (laughs) (laughs) I would love it if they had like retiree ships. Like, go to this planet and hang out with these. (laughs) Yeah, hang out with these little these and these endangered animals for a little bit. You're really going to be us a doing us a solid. Whenever yeah, you're send ready. Send us a report. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, just send us a report. Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> and man. Oh, man. Uh, so what was... Uh, I don't know what to do next week. I don't, what were we going to do today? Should we just turn what into a strange new podcast? Do? Strange new podcast? What should we podcast? call ourselves? Uh, Trek There's already a strange new podcast. Yeah, I know. They've been on for two years. Yeah. Maybe we should... I'm... No, we should do this. I was like, we could just, it's only 10 episodes. We could just spend the next two months doing these, <laughs> these episodes. <laughs> Completely that would be abandoned. An absolute our... violation of what we've, <laughs> we've promised to our listeners. We will come back to Strange it, New Worlds. Sure and if you want to chat about Strange New Worlds with us, make sure to join our Discord. You can find that in our link tree on our Instagram, which is at Trek to the Holodeck. We have a Twitter at Trek to the Deck. Um, and just follow us on all those social media stuff, and we we'll start we'll we'll talk about Strange New Worlds all day, all day. All what day. were we doing? What were we supposed to do this week, Jan? I really don't remember. I think it was a Voyager episode. I think so I think too. We back it's, to it's Voyager, Voyager month here on Trek to the Holiday. It is Voyager month, but I really <laughs> don't remember. <laughs> we keep delaying Voyager month too. Voyager. <laughs> uh, well, I think we'll be doing a Voyager episode, so. Tune in next week for your regularly uh, scheduled content of holodeck stuff. Yes. Yes. Let's do, yes. oh my God, let's do Nothing Human from Star Trek Voyager. That Nothing sounds- Human. Season 5, Episode 8. Hell All I see is just, I don't know anything about it except that this picture, I'm going <laughs> to post in our chat for the boys. Oh, oh, oh what the fuck <laughs> is oh, that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a Curry's at it again. If you want to know if you want to know what we're reacting to, watch Nothing Human <laughs> on Voyager. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what was it? Season five episode, episode eight. something. Yeah. Episode eight. Uh we will be back next week with that. So Incredible. Intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective. The computer voice was provided by Barona Blue. And uh yeah. Paramount Plus. I gotta say, you might have finally gotten your your subscriber driver. I finally did something. You did a good thing. I will say, Dylan, I watched this episode on lunch Mm -hmm. uh, at work, and I pulled out the laptop, booted up Paramount Plus on Safari, and I got 
uh, I didn't get German, but I definitely got the automatic uh, voice to like tell me what's going on thing. Yeah, the visually and I just impaired. Hear a guy go like yeah. Star Trek Enterprise goes flying through space in front of the screen. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> That's the default. I love it. I love it. That's great. I gotta listen Actually, to something with audio assistance. It would make sense. Hear me out here. It would make sense if that is the audio. If the audio assistant comes first, because or the for the visually impaired, because if you're clicking on it. And you're visually impaired. If that starts first, you don't have to don't do have to extra change stuff. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, but if people, I, I 100% agree with that. And I think from a like uh, uh, accessibility like, standpoint, uh, accessibility standpoint, that's a great idea. Do not think that is what <laughs> Paramount Plus was going for. No. I think that's <laughs> okay. more of a design issue. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Um, but we're we have no affi- affiliation with CBS Viacom or whatever parent company exists now no uh, we're just a fan podcast so I hope you've enjoyed it for that purpose bye program. bye everyone we spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite and for a while I almost forgot he was a hologram that means the holodeck safeties are off computer execute complete shutdown of the holodeck All hollow simulations have been terminated.